You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap It Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see. What up, what up, another Slapdick Podcast, Real Coach JB here in the house, here on YouTube, subscribe, hit the like button, uh, become a member. My YouTube channel. Hey, just another day, another dollar, man, on this fine June 23rd. Hey, shout out to my boy Spree, Jerry Spreewell. His birthday was today, the 23rd. He was obviously um, one of my co-hosts to start the Slapdick podcast when we started it about a year and a half, two years ago. So make sure you reach out to my boy Spree. Give him a shout out. He's on the original Slapdick poster that we created. Um, But... Hey, quote of the day, man. Let's get you started. Hey, the person who says it cannot be done shouldn't interrupt the person doing it. Stay your ass out the way then. How about you shut the hell up, learn how to do something, and you may be all right. But you're the motherfuckers that are in the background always talking about it can't get, can't be done, can't do this, can't do that. Well, get the fuck out of the way and let me do the shit and show your ass. And then let me fire you. And allow that to be a fucking learned lesson that you can do shit. You need to turn over some fucking rocks, get your knuckles bloody, sweat some, maybe toughen your skin a little bit, and you'll figure out you can do some shit that your ass said you could not do. But what the fuck do I know? I've only turned chicken shit into chicken salad about 5,000 times name of this show is progressive progressive man that's the new thing that's the new fucking thing we aren't progressive enough in my generation the young generation is progressive we need to catch up with the times Um, so you guys need to figure this thing out because it's not, we're going to have a long lengthy conversation. Anyway. The person who says it cannot be done shouldn't interrupt the person doing it. Get the fuck out of the way. So. um, I tried to get a jacuzzi. And uh, I spent, that's why I'm talking slow. I spent like fucking 14 hours yesterday trying to hook it up. And it still ain't up. So, electrical's not my thing, man. But, uh, got to get my jacuzzi back cracking, man. So you guys can get some fucking scenery again like it was on the show. Even though I haven't watched the shit. I've seen enough clips of me in a fucking jacuzzi. My ass. 
Um, anyway, let me give you the pay the bills real quick, man. This show is brought to you by Bet Online, as you know. BetOnline.ag. Make sure you guys check it out, man. The month of June is heating up as it comes down to a final few days here. Seven more days. Um, I want to make sure there is a ton of exciting sports action. BetOnline is where you can find it. Basketball, hockey, playoffs, baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets. BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information about your online sporting betting needs. Visit the website today. Use your mobile device to join them and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to betonline.ag. Start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Um, <sighs> progressive. Name of this show. Because I'm not progressive enough. Look, man. I'm going to say shit that no one else wants to say. And that's just real. And that's why it sucks that you can't say nothing anymore. um, Because we live in such a fucking finicky, walk-on-glass, eggshell fucking world that you say one thing and you're going to be fucking ostracized. And I'm in a position where I don't give a fuck anymore. But... um. I, I call the show progressive because so many different avenues I'm going to go through. So this show won't be too long. I got to get ready. I'm going to Vegas uh, to speak to a few big companies and I'll be in Vegas Thursday, Friday. So look me up. So bring me a cigar. Ben Simmons start the show. I'm going to talk about the Ben Simmons, Paul George, their demise, I guess they're d- fucking, they're taking a lot of heat, all right? Mostly from the media. And then you have all the fans and their respective fan bases, cities, organizations talking a lot of shit. Then you have guys like me, who I just clown on social media, talk shit. And I want to clear the airway because L. Duncan on ESPN clowned Bruce Brown a couple weeks ago when he missed that shot, um, game four or whatever. And uh, I put out a thing, and me and L. Duncan had a couple exchanges, right, on Twitter. And we discussed it. And it was about, I said, you know, all you media people talk shit about these athletes, and you clown them. But then you want an interview from them and expect them to not remember that you're just clowning, talking shit. Because, remember, they're humans. Now, well, JB, you do it, too. I do it, too. Yes, I clown certain people. I just talk shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm not asking them for an interview. I don't want to get to know them. I don't care. Now, are they, could they be cool and shit? Yes, cool. That's all good. But I'm not seeking them out. I'm friends with Danny Green. I think he's a great dude. So would I clown him? No. That's just the game of the business, right? You don't clown friends and shit. Some folks do, I guess, on social media and then expect them to still be friends. I just don't live that way. So I don't expect, even though I'm not belittling them in such a manner where it's becoming personal, but see, they may take it that way. See, that's what people don't get. 
Oh, you could talk shit about me and clown me for missing a free throw or two or not dunking the fucking ball at the end of the game and passing it like you did, huh, JB? Because I did. I clowned him, right? But see, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect you to want to talk to me, dog. But that's my point. I, I don't care. I'm just clowning, fucking around, right? Just like everyone and their mama did to me. So, if you take it personal, so be it. I'm not mad at you for taking it personal. And if you don't and you understand it, so be it too. But I wouldn't be mad at, at all if you motherfuckers took it personal. But the media side is different to me. I'm always going to defend Ben Simmons, Paul George, over L. Duncan, over Stephen A., over Max Kellerman. Because, in my opinion, those motherfuckers have no clue what the grind is, how to cut your teeth in this business, where you can be fired, equaling meaning cut, in this profession, NBA, NFL, baseball, whatever, in a New York minute, and yet you're fending off all the hate from the Stephen A's, ESPNs, all these different people. And then you get clowned and talk shit by all the fans and just regular little Joes like me talking shit, clowning. There's a lot to it. And I call them soft all the time. And I tell them, that, you know, they couldn't play back in the day. And I do all that shit. But at the same time, they are ones of ones. Let's make sure we're clear. These motherfuckers earn the right to make hundreds of millions of dollars because that's what the marketplace is now. It wasn't then when I played or grew up. It is now. What are they supposed to do? Turn it down? No. They get the money that their marketplace has set, and it is what it is. Are they overpaid in a lot of them, in my opinion? Yeah. But it is what it is. So I'm not knocking them for getting overpaid. I'm knocking them for missing work. That when you make that much money, respect that much money, and understand you're a one of one. You're not the norm. The norm is the blue-collar person out here who supposedly is a frontline worker, essential worker that the government pays minimum wage to, but yet has to be there to serve us, you, $100 million person, and me, who's just above board uh, as far as finances, whether you have COVID, sick, flu, or not. And if you're not there, who do we get our food from? DoorDash? What if the DoorDash people are fucking sick? We take you for granted, yet the government pays you minimum wage, yet people come out and give you kudos. Kudos to the frontline workers and the essential workers at Walmart. But that's not enough. We all know that that ain't shit. You need money. You need fucking funding. You need money. Um, so that's the thing about it. And, uh, you know... I just want to make sure you guys understand that my take on it, I'm not trying to talk shit and, and ruin or fucking, you know, these people made it there. Paul George and Ben Simmons are freaks of nature. They're one of ones. You don't just see these type of motherfuckers walking around in Walmart when you're there. All right. These people deserve to be, in the professional basketball association, football league, baseball association, major league baseball, whatever. Um, uh, 
So I'm just making sure you're clear. I don't give a fuck, but I defend you still, even though I talk shit to you. Um, because you're an athlete. I was an athlete. I was a coach. I understand what it is. I understand the grind. All that. And a lot of people don't understand it. And L. Duncan clowning, Stephen A. clowning, all these people putting their feet in their mouth, wanting to interview from them after the fact is, to me, a slap in their face. Don't ask these motherfuckers for an interview when you want to talk shit and bash them and belittle them and talk about how bad they are. And then you want an interview from them. Have you noticed Stephen A.'s interviews have really steadily declined? Have you seen him interviewing a lot of people lately? Since the Kwame Brown thing, have you seen Stephen A. getting a lot of fucking airtime with other folks? He's become a mockery. Like, I got to be honest, this motherfucker's starting to look real bad. So Ben Simmons and Paul George, I've called mental midgets. I don't retract or regret what I said. They're one of one athletically, physically. They're probably also in the higher echelon of mental midgets. They have a mental block. They are physically gifted creatures who don't possess the it factor. They don't have what MJ, Kobe, LeBron even, in my opinion, have. They don't have that. Even though LeBron don't have the it factor like Kobe and Jordan there's levels to this shit he still has a it factor more than in my opinion the KD's the Steph Curry's the Lillard's the Paul George's and Ben Simmons's they're freaks of nature man they really are but to me it comes down to mentorship coaching your circle team your team not your team on the court your team off the court Who's talking to Ben Simmons? Who's talking to Paul George? Who's use, who's getting them where they could not get themselves? That's the definition of a coach. These coaches are making millions, and they can't get a dude to make a fucking free throw. We got, you know what, what blows my mind? Kevin Herter, right? Great little young redheaded fucking dude. Looks like 13-year-old kid playing fucking elementary basketball at high school, uh, elementary school somewhere. Lights up the 76ers the other night. For like 28 or whatever. But he's a 67% free throw shooter. To me that blows my mind. Booker is an 87% free throw shooter. Kobe was an 84% free throw shooter. To me all these blow my mind. I would think they should be better at shooting a free throw. The only thing you can tell me why they miss free throws is. whether Regardless is just. Distraction by the crowd and all the hula they're doing if you're playing in an opponent's court. Or B, which even the distraction is still a mental block. It's a weak-minded, can't-get-it-done-in-adversity block. Why can't these cats make free throws?
Um, I don't get it. Quit clapping each other's hands after a free throw line. Start finding these motherfuckers. You can't shoot 50% from the free throw line every time you're there. One for two every time. Find them. I don't know. I've been saying it. But Paul George, I call Palmdale P from Palmdale, Southern California, out in the desert, middle of nowhere. He, everyone calls him Pandemic P. Palmdale, I call him Palmdale P. Everyone calls him Pandemic P because he choked in the bubble. All this shit, right? Paul George is a freak, and he's a, he could be great. And I think he's a first three-quarter, one of the top ten players in the NBA if you just played first three quarters with nothing on the line. No playoffs on the line, no getting put out the playoffs on the line, um, none of that. But fourth quarter comes. Um, you know, nuts shrivel up. Assholes gets tight. Shit happens. You're not the same guy. That's the it factor, right? That's the shit Kobe and MJ used to want. They couldn't wait for that. Reggie Miller used to want that. Larry Bird, Magic. These are the greats. They got the it factor. They are the ones that separate themselves from being average Joes. Ben Simmons not taking a shot in the fourth quarter is unacceptable. You make $35 million a year. The Sixers should get rid of him, in my opinion. If I was running a business, I would get rid of a bad employee. Ben Simmons is a freak. He's a fucking... Um, he's a freak of nature. Like... You know can't teach 610 handles fast as fuck with boosties can't teach it so why isn't he being taught to shoot the basketball and excel and accelerate his game i I just don't get it why isn't he being taught this by coaches um i don't get it you can't tell me that a coach in the nba can't get through to you if you can't why are you coaching why is Paul George not being battle-tested in practice, different ways, different avenues? Get him to get outside of his comfort zone and teach, do different things with him to figure out how to toughen his skin in crunch time. Give him different scenarios. There's ways to do shit with these guys, football, basketball, baseball. you got to think out the box as a coach. Not just come in, shoot around, and fucking talk to the media and leave. That's the norm. You got to be different. If you want to be different, you got to be different. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not really hard. But I clown them because I don't give a fuck. But the media take, they want to fucking interview them after they talk shit. And I'm just going to be honest. I've talked to a few good friends of mine that work for these in- companies. And you know what? That when they're when you're on the ground, not in the studio, when you actually are covering games, and then have to talk to these players after the game and, and or at halftime or so whatever, and talk to them and say, "Hey, man, you know what's going on? Do you know how much heat they take from the players?" So don't tell me the players don't know. I know for a fact the players watch 
L. Duncans and Stephen A's. And I know for a fact that they remember. And guess what? They give the people on the front line that work for ESPN, Fox, and all these people shit. Man, I ain't talking to you guys. You guys clown all the time. Man, that, my boys are like, man, that ain't us. That ain't me, dog. I'm just telling you. I'm not in Stephen A. I'm not in the studio. I respect your grind. I'm covering you on a basketball tip, not a personal attack level. And these guys are the front line guys who are actually taking the heat because of people in the studio like Stephen A., Max Kellerman, L. Duncan, all these motherfuckers that never really had to, never were really good at shit. Then they get, and then you know what blows their heads up in my opinion? They get votes on MVPs, defensive player of the years, coach of the years. When you never even fucking played, motherfuckers. How do you, why do you get a vote? You're putting the future of these people's livelihoods in your hands that talk shit, clown, and cover them and judge them without really knowing them, that's unbelievable. And you've given them this enabled sense of, I'm better than you. I can do what I want. I vote for you. (laughs) Like, come on. That's why you see these motherfuckers doing what they do. Stephen A. is getting less interviews by the day. If you haven't noticed, the Milwaukee Bucks president came out today, wrote a fucking tweet telling him in the first take crew, you guys should come to Milwaukee and see my city before you just talk shit on national TV about it and why certain people won't go there in free agency and different shit that they were talking. The president of the Bucks came out and blasted Stephen A. today. And I retweeted it and talking about I'm not the only motherfucker that thinks you put your foot in your mouth. You slapdick fucks. It blows my mind. I'm glad a president of a major fucking pro, uh, you know, NBA organization came out. Because now more and more people are seeing the fucking fuckery that these motherfuckers are doing and saying. And it's crazy. But I don't know. Um, Blows my mind. Stephen A. and Max Kellerman now in the last few days have said that Kobe and Booker. Well, Booker is the next Kobe, right? He put his foot in his mouth with that statement. Uh, This is a fifth-year guy, I believe, who's just coming into his own. Just made the playoffs for the first time. He's comparing him to Kobe. He said he's the next Kobe. (laughs) And Max Kellerman says today that Ty Lue is the best coach in the NBA. Holy fuck, dude. I want to know who's writing these scripts. There's no way these motherfuckers are coming out with their own shit and saying this. Ty Lue won a game with LeBron. Has done nothing else, really. But he surpassed Doc Rivers and got the Clippers to the Western Conference Finals for the first time. So, uh, you know... You know, it just blows my mind. 
it really blows my mind that this shit is like it is. I don't know. It shocks me. Blows my mind. But anyway, these people make millions, by the way. Um, that shit blows my fucking mind. The Suns and the Bucks are going to be in the finals. Um, even though I, I think Trey Young is is got that it factor. And I would take him in my top 10 NBA if I were to pick a team right now in a in a in a in a, in a from one to five and from six to ten, I would be he'd be in it. Um, I believe that he has an it factor to him and it plays fearless, uh, plays big in big moments, and uh, I believe he's in the top ten uh, as far as uh, he's not the flashy guy that you you want to see the six ten guy who's flying around dunking. This guy just gets shit done, makes it happen, hits big shots, gets in the paint, fucking he delivers more lob. He has that floater or the lob in the paint that you cannot defend. It's almost indefensible. So it's crazy. Um, but anyway, you know, I just feel that it's a, uh, it's, it's crazy. But the show is called Progressive because... The Raiders defensive end Nesbit Nezib Nezib is it? I don't fucking know his name. He came out and basically um, came out the Carl Naz Nazib kid or whatever came out and publicly announced he's gay. All right, so it's become so his jersey overnight became the number one best selling jersey in the NFL. All right. And this is a good-looking cat, 6'7". He's a 28-year-old kid. Um, played at Penn State. Like, good pedigree, right? Um, <laughs> you know, he comes out gay. So kudos to him. But the title of the show is progressive because, you know... Um, This wouldn't have ever happened when I played or as, as recently as, well, the, the Sam kid came out when he got drafted and it wasn't even close to this coverage. All he got was hate for the most part and he didn't last very long at all. So the narrative was still around saying, thinking that, okay, NFL's not going to have gay players in the locker room. They won't mesh. It ain't going to happen. The players ain't going to want to be around them. The locker room's going to have tension. It ain't going to happen. So you never really heard from him again. Played at Missouri. Uh, the Rams drafted him. Um, a lot of people thought it was a PR stunt to draft him. And so on and so forth. But he's a black dude who did it. And didn't get nearly the praise as this Carl Nazib guy has gotten. Number one jersey sales. So we are progressive, obviously, because he is accepted now on so many fronts. So many people tweeting about 
Congratulations. Kudos to you. Glad for you. Happy for you. Da-da-da-da-da. Right? Hey. He did it in Gay Pride Month. Not forget that. And each his own, like I've always said, man, you know. Each his own. Go ahead. Do you. But the game has definitely changed. And... (laughs) I'm just going to be honest. You know, it's frowned upon to discuss the elephant in the room or even bring it up. And I'm just curious why nobody's brought up why this is bigger and more accepted than Colin Kaepernick. More than the fucking lack of black coaches, GMs, and a bunch of other fucking more important shit for that matter. Why has nobody brought that up? I mean, the Sam kid wasn't even close to having this impact year by year. We've become more progressive and that's what they call it. That's what he wants to call it. Progressive. I've been told a lot by females. You're not progressive enough. Everybody wants to say you're not progressive enough. It's a progressive takeover. And you know, look, kudos to you. Progressiveness. All right. Progressive is my, insurance carrier so i am fucking progressive but the whole thing about the truth of the matter is nobody would have nobody would have said a word about this 10 years ago um and now you say anything you're you're an asshole. Not like I said, I'm not gay bashing. I don't, I don't give a shit about what his fucking what he does with his dick in his ass. I don't give a fuck. But let's put it on an even playing field. Let's talk about everything. Let's give fucking everyone a fair shot at being progressive. Colin Kaepernick wasn't allowed, and now all of a sudden, look at what's happened in the last year and a half. Or, you know, since the pandemic, all the fucking deaths of the, with the cops and, and, and George Floyd's and all this shit, then you wonder why Colin Kaepernick did it. Now everyone's talking shit. I, I thought Colin Kaepernick was an idiot. I still don't think, I still don't fucking care for Colin Kaepernick. But I never, I always said, you better have a reason to take a knee. He was, he had a reason. He was fucking convinced. He had answers to your question as to why he's taking a knee. If my players tried to do it, I motherfucked them for the fact that I want to have your answer to why you are taking a knee. And it better not be Colin Kaepernick. Oh, coach. No, because you're just following. I'm not going to create more followers. I'm going to create more leaders. Go figure out what your fucking reasoning is. Not Colin Kaepernick's reasoning. You figure out why you want to take a knee and you tell me. And maybe I'll consider it. But you're not taking a knee just because you're a following fuck because you saw Colin Kaepernick do it on fucking TV. See, too many coaches allow this shit and they don't teach them. 
you know what? And then these kids come to me later and say, you're right, coach. Fuck. I would have been two years from now. I would have been fucking pissed at myself for taking a knee for that motherfucker. If I didn't know now people are saying I should have took knees. You got it both ways, right? But you didn't do the research to find out why. If you would have done so, I wouldn't have given a fuck. I would have supported you. But I'm not going to allow you to do it because someone did it and you don't know why. But I'm the asshole. Be progressive. Well, make progressive even. Gay Pride Month. Gay people are more accepted in America than blacks. Period. Don't tell me it's not. Gay pride has gotten more attention than Black History Month has gotten tenfold. Nobody's talked about it. Nobody said it. Can't talk about it. Say shit about gay people. You're the, you're the devil. First of all, I, don't, I never said nothing about gay people. <laughs> I told you I don't give a fuck. But don't throw shit in our face that we don't want you to throw in our face. Just because you're gay, you chose to be gay, you want to be gay, doesn't mean that I am or have to agree to your standards or terms. So don't throw it in my face. I don't hate you. I don't have a problem with you. I don't go around gay bashing you, sucking my teeth if I see someone that's gay. Oh, fuck. Get away from me. I'm not homophobic. I don't give a fuck. You chose to be that. So be it. But don't throw it in my face as if I need to accept all the shit that comes with it. All the fucking, you know. I don't want to see two grown men kissing at a restaurant next to me. I'm sorry. I don't want to see two girls kissing next to me. It'd be not nicer, obviously. But again, that's a whole nother discussion. I don't want to see it now. I'm not going to bash nobody. I'm not going to talk shit. I'm just telling you I don't want to see it. I think it should go both ways. You don't want to see or hear me cuss out a kid or a player or a coach. Or you don't want to see me doing a million other things. So why, why can't it be even? Why can't we both be progressively understanding here? Why can't you progressively understand my thought process and I progressively understand yours? I just don't get it. Why is it so one-sided? Blacks are literally (laughs) born black, no choice. Yet you can argue the whole fucking choice thing that you're born gay or you're not. But it's a thousand percent known that blacks are born black. Asians are born Asian. Whites are born white. We have no choice. That's a fact. There's no getting around that fact. The born gay thing is not a fact. And that's a debate and it's an opinion. And I don't think it'll ever be known if it's fact or fiction. So we don't know. So my point is, to me right now and to a lot of people, it's a choice. And you have a choice. And a choice is being taken over no choice in this country. Gays are more accepted than blacks. Period. Why can't this all be an equal playing field and we're all accepted the same fucking way? Why is that not a discussion more? And why is the truth not out 
or discuss more and why can't it be healthy? I told you the last, last fucking podcast disagreements are healthy. They should be. You should have open communication. Disagreements can be great conversation. Ah, coach, man, you're gay. You're gay basher. You're an asshole. I'm not gay basher at all. <laughs> I lived in the gayest community in California in Long Beach for fucking 15 years, 20 years, just so we're clear. Never had a problem. I actually like living in the gay community, just so we're clear. Shit. Never had shit stolen. Motherfucking places are clean. Fucking, I have no issue with how gays live their lives, how they are, etc. All I'm saying is, don't force it down my throat. Don't force it on me. I'm not forcing shit on you that you don't like. So why is it a one-sided affair here? That's my point about this whole progressive fucking deal. Like, I just don't understand. But people talk about it, and now it's like an elephant in the room. Nobody can say shit. I'll oh, be glad y'all say shit. <laughs> Why, dog? It's open communication. Who gives a fuck? Let's talk about it. I'm saying that you're more accepted gays than blacks in America. I believe it's more marketed. I believe besides Black Lives Matter, just let's take Black Lives Matter out, which is starting to come forth more and more and more as a fucking moneymaker scheme, right? But let's just say, let's take that movement out. And let's just put gays versus blacks on an even playing field. Just let's go back five years before Black Lives Matter became a huge deal. A one-hit wonder, instant winner, so to speak, to a lot of people. Let's put it on the even playing field. What was more accepted? <laughs> and now, in my opinion, being progressive also means you have become a liar. It makes you lie. Media people have to lie now. Teammates have to lie now. Everyone has to lie now to put on this front as being progressive. I truly believe that most of the people that tweeted out kudos to you for coming out as being gay, openly gay, um, especially with the Raiders, I believe a lot of those people that came forward did it out of being living in this progressive state where you have to be accepting or you're going to be crucified. I believe that they didn't want to say anything and they're probably all talking amongst themselves or in their own brains saying, fuck. Now, can I trust them? Can I? What's the locker room going to be like? Are we going to talk about titty bars anymore? Can we say we're going to go see some bitches at the titty bar tonight? Like, I'm giving y'all real free game here. See, cats talking shit. Oh, JB's an asshole. No, that's what NFL locker rooms are. I've been in them. Duh, I got players in them. Fuck, I'm not just talking out my ass. This is real talk. The shit changes now. It started to change years ago. I had players on the Rams that played for me. They said it was a fucking morgue. They were worried about talking about certain shit because now you're worried about being on a cell phone, video recorded, audio recorded. Now you can't 
that's why, in my opinion, a lot of the camaraderie has been gone. That's why more players are leaving programs now. Uh, NFL are more more cats demanding trades in the NBA, NFL, etc. Yeah, we've become more progressive, so so to speak. But I believe it's hurt camaraderie. I heard it's. I believe it's hurt trust. And the team motto, together everyone achieves more, I believe is out the window because progressiveness has taken over. You got to be progressive. You got to say the fucking politically correct thing. If you don't, you're ostracized. You're, vic- you're the fucking devil. You're an asshole. I'm not an asshole. I'm just telling you how I feel. Why, I can't, why does my feelings don't, why do my feelings don't mean shit? <laughs> but I'm the asshole. Man, it's fucking, it blows my mind, man, that, you know, perception is reality in, 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 in mostly the wrong way. It just blows my mind that that is what, you have to roll with it. Like, you got to take it. Like, you got to accept it. Like, I don't. You guys may. I'm not accepting it. I stay in my lane. Never going to bash a gay. Never going to talk shit to nobody that's gay. It's your own choice. I'm never going to talk shit about a person that got an abortion or didn't get an abortion. That's your choice. I, I'm just, and I know I'm not pro-choice and pro-life and all this bullshit. I don't give a fuck about all that, man. <clears throat> you know my take on abortion? You want to, keep, want to keep bashing me here when this fucking podcast airs? I believe abortion, either you... Your take, my take on abortion is if you can raise the kid and give him or her a roof, food, an opportunity to succeed, you have the kid. If you cannot, you don't. Also comes with responsibility with that, right? Ultimately, you're accountable. So you're responsible for putting on a fucking rubber or pull it out, motherfucker. Doing something. Don't have the baby then. I also hold you accountable for that. But I don't ostracize you for life because you had a baby without being married or without being able to support them at the time. And people I know have gotten abortions. So I had a baby. I was 20, right? 21. So. 22 actually or something she was born so i was 23 when she was born maybe 45 she's 22 so i chose to figure out life and give her a supporting cast and figure out okay i'm gonna do what i have to do to make sure she's okay she's not in the crack house she's not fucking we're not on wick even though wick's a not a huge bad, not, not a bad thing to me. I've known tons of people. I grew up in the system, right? So now her mama didn't think that. Oh, she was too good. She's too good for Wick. Oh shit, please. I'm I'm in I'm in JUCO, <laughs> motherfucker. We gonna have eggs and milk and be on Wick if we gotta be. You do what you want to do. That was part of our distinction. But saying that. You have to do what's right, and you have a, you have a, I don't believe God holds you to making mistakes where your ass is going to hell every time you make a fucking mistake. That's not how I understand this to be. 
So I'm not ostracizing you because you had an abortion. Oh, that motherfucker had an abortion is the worst thing on this earth. Hey, pastor, how you doing? Here's some money. Oh, by the way, I heard you just fucking raped 27 boys. <laughs> Perception is fucking reality, ain't it? Priests and politicians, the most crooked motherfuckers in the world, yet you support them more than you do a black person in America. You motherfuckers give them motherfuckers more passes, but yet a person makes a mistake, can't afford to have a kid, has an abortion, and you fucking ostracize them. Let me tell you, a person that has a baby and decides to have an abortion, I will have in my corner and try to teach them not to do it again unless they are ready to have a baby. Over the fucking priest and politician who rape, pillage, take our money, this white-collar crime that they've gotten away with for fucking centuries, I'd take them in my corner all day long. But see, that's real recognizing real. That's being an essential worker, motherfucker. That means I'm on the front line with the essentials, giving them what I can, not just talking about thank you guys from a tweet. Motherfucker, you don't see me thanking the essential workers. So people talk shit. I see motherfuckers thanking essential workers and sending out these elaborate tweets and shit. Oh, and then, oh, the curb her streets of the world and all these people. Oh, man, they're the best. They're the best for a fucking tweet that they posted. Have you ever seen the motherfuckers in person giving you money or food or anything? You see me, motherfucker. I don't need to tweet it because I'm on the front line with the motherfuckers. Thanksgiving, Christmas, giving them plates. My own food, too, by the way, and not some fucking write off. Not some fucking collect the money from someone else and just hand it out as a PR statement that a lot of these fucks do. It's a slap in the motherfucking real dude like myself's face. Because I know it's bullshit. You don't want to do it, motherfucker. You're there because your publicist puts you there. How about nobody's putting me here? I'm the motherfucker cooking the food, going down, driving just down in the street in the hood that I'm from and handing the food to them. I don't need to film it and put it on Twitter, motherfucker. For what? I know who I am, motherfucker. Those kids that I coach know who I am. You see them talk shit about me? Maybe the ones got cut because they were shitbirds. You don't see the real ones who made it talk shit. Do they all love me? Probably not. <laughs> I love all of them, though. Always will. Because th when they get 10, 20 years down the line, they'll understand my method to my madness. Hate me now, love me later is a real thing. But... I'm not ever going to be mad at them for not understanding who I am at this very moment. But I respect them enough to know I respect them for at least not coming out talking shit because at least give it a chance to understand the method to the madness, right? That goes for everybody and everything that we do. But far too often, we judge everything so fucking quick. And now we're not progressive enough. And you can't say that. And... You had an abortion. You're a criminal. But I'm going to give you money, pastor, even though you just tried to fuck my little brother. <laughs> it's unbelievable, man, how fucking nearsighted you are and how fucking narrow-minded you guys are and how unbelievably 
ignorant you motherfuckers are. But when I speak the truth, some of you listen, some of you hear me, and the ones that hear me, unfortunately, are the ones tweeting out, I'm an asshole. The ones that listen to me are the ones saying, damn, I might need to think out the box. There might be another way to do this shit. Hey, tweet out your progressive tweets. He's the number one fucking jersey seller in the, in the world now. He came out, said he's openly gay. Kudos to him. Let's see how it unfolds and plays out in the locker room. Let's see if Gruden can handle all this distraction. Because just so we're clear, it's going to be a distraction. <laughs> just so we understand each other here. Whether you see it or not, it's a fucking distraction. And I'm just giving you free game. And just so we're clear, I'm saying it. I'm not the one tweeting kudos to you for coming out and da 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 da. But I'll also be an asshole after this show because I said something about it. Like, well, fucking no. I'm telling you the real. But it is what it is, man. Like I said, I don't give a fuck. But go be progressive. Hey, but listen, how about your progressive also and, uh, why don't you flip the script and fucking be progressive and listen to what the fuck I got to say. I'm listening to what your ass got to say. I'm supposed to do and adhere to what you want me to do. How about you fucking just come my way 30%. You don't got to come 50. Just open your eyes and mind 30%. And uh, maybe I'll, well, I'm already open 100% to everything that's going on. Because I don't care. And it doesn't bother me. Just don't force it on me. Whether Whatever it may be. Oh, you don't want to run Air Raid? You don't want to learn Air Raid? No, I don't. I don't knock it. I'm cool. But I'm more of a triple option RPO guy. So I'm going to stick to that and just tweak that. Oh, you got to go Air Raid. Nah, I'm good. But I respect what you do with it. <laughs> like... You know, that's what I don't get. Like, is that the big fucking problem? Like, why is that not an issue? Respect is earned is respect given, man. That's simple. If we all did that shit and treated motherfuckers like we want to be treated, we wouldn't have a problem. But fucking too many pointing and fingering and blaming motherfuckers for how they are. And you're going around turning around fucking little boys and shit. And talking about, hey, give me some more money. You know, Vatican, we don't have enough. But we've made our money on fucking little boys. Blows my mind. That's crazy. Hey, man, I don't give, I don't, I don't donate $1 to fucking every single fucking slapdick fucking place you go now to buy something. Somebody's asking you to donate a dollar to this, donate a dollar to that. No, motherfucker. Show me all the money is going to that place. You can't. Okay? And they've been caught lying about it. And it's a, bull, a fucking slap in the motherfucker's face again. The money you say you give. Even the worst ones, PetSmart and shit. Go find out where that money's going that you're donating a dollar to, motherfuckers. It ain't going to all the fucking pets, saving pets, saving this, feeding pets. They're dying at a more a higher alarm rate than they ever have. And you're getting more donations globally than we ever have. How the fuck does that work? 
Because the money ain't going. It's fattening pockets of motherfuckers behind the scenes that we don't see. But be progressive. Donate a dollar to the fucking societies, man. (laughs) Hey, man. I'm not the motherfucker you just tell something to and I'm supposed to believe it. Sorry. I'm going to go research the shit, turn over some rocks, and find out if my money is really going. I don't give a fuck about giving the dollar. I give a fuck about does the dollar reach the people that it's supposed to or the dogs that it's supposed to or the whales or the dolphins or the fucking polar bears or the fucking whatever, penguins or whatever that's at risk, right? The eagles, the fucking hawks, whatever's at risk. California, we got fucking pelicans being murdered by some fucking idiot who, with a sniper gun. If you haven't heard that story, so uh, they're trying. There, there, there is a manhunt for a motherfucker in California killing pelicans off. Why the fuck are you killing pelicans? You ain't eating them. Like what the fuck are you doing? You're just another fucking idiot out here with a gun. There was ten mass shootings over this weekend. Two days, ten mass shootings. We have a gun problem. <laughs> we have a gun problem. We have any motherfucking swinging dick with a gun. Now I'm going to get all the motherfucking Trump fucking big old white fucking truck driving fucks with the fucking American flag hanging out of it talking shit about me. We don't have a gun problem. I sure don't remember mass shootings. I remember idiots. Dave Koresh and them. I don't remember school shootings like this. <laughs> I remember the mailman used to shoot, blow up the fucking mail room and shit here and there. The disgruntled worker and shit. I don't remember school shootings like this. I don't remember Walmart just coming in and smoking motherfuckers like it ain't no thing. Like your fucking NWA. I don't know, man. It is what it is. I just speak, spit the truth and the facts. Sorry to bother you. Sorry to fucking hurt your feelings. Hey, real recognizes real. If you ain't real, stay the fuck out of my lay. Hey, man, it's been a great one. I appreciate you guys. Look me up in Vegas, all my Vegas fans. I'll see you guys. I'll be there Thursday to Friday. All right, brothers, sisters. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance. Hey, man, give me another guy. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top?